0: Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 1038 of the Juice Box Podcast. Well, today is a momentous occasion. This is the last episode of the Diabetes Myth Series. I usually end up calling this one All the Rest. Because I think about Gilligan's Island and all the rest. Remember in this song, like they just they listed some of the cast members and then just like blew past the rest of them? I always found that uh insulting. But here it's appropriate. Because there was stuff left over to talk about that didn't quite fit into the other diabetes myth categories. So today, Jenny Smith and I will be giving you one more diabetes myth episode. While you're listening, please remember. That nothing you hear on the Juicebox podcast should be considered advice, medical or otherwise. Always consult a physician before making any changes to your healthcare plan or becoming bold with insulin. Want to try AG1? Use my link, drinkag1.com forward slash juicebox. Save 40% off of your entire order at cozyearth.com with the offer code juicebox. And here's something for you. There's a special offer in the contour ads, in the Remastered Pro Tip series. If you haven't listened, you really should. This episode of the Juicebox Podcast is sponsored by Touched by Type 1. And I'm here to tell you that their Dancing for Diabetes program has been announced, and the tickets are on sale. Touchedbytype1.org. Then go over to the tab that says Programs. Scroll down to Dancing for Diabetes. Click on it. There you'll see it says a part of our mission to elevate awareness of the impact that Type 1 Diabetes has on nearly 1.9 million American children and adults. Touched by Type 1 holds an annual benefit each fall called Dancing for Diabetes. It features award-winning and nationally recognized dancers and they create an evening of entertainment and hope. Then you click on Buy Tickets and it takes you to another page. Tickets start at $20 and the date of the event is Saturday, November 11th, 2023. It's Where where are they holding it? Is that what you're asking me? You want to know where it's at? All right. I'll tell you. I'll do it. Steinmetz Hall, Orlando, Florida. Uh, It's right there on Magnolia Avenue. I think it's South Magnolia. Doesn't matter. Neither here nor there. Touchedbytype1.org. Go to the programs tab. Click on Dancing for Diabetes and go get your tickets before they're gone. Touchedbytype1.org. The podcast is sponsored today by BetterHelp. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. BetterHelp.com forward To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. And when you use my link, you'll save 10% on your first month of therapy. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. Talk to them however you feel comfortable, text, chat, phone, or video call. If your therapist isn't the right fit, for any reason at all, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. And the best part for me is that with BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. And you're going to get more scheduling flexibility and a more affordable price. BetterHelp.com forward slash juicebox. That's BetterHelp, H E L P.com forward slash juicebox. Okay. Jenny, we are looking at, I am looking at the rest of the diabetes myth list.
1: And all your cool equipment.
0: Oh, you saw that, did you?
1: I did. <laughs> I, um,
0: I'm sitting at a desk that is, Fairly uh, commiserate to what it should be for what I'm doing. So we hired a, um, I hired a uh, an editor to edit the podcast. Right, and he w- he and I were talking, and he's he's like, "How do you do that? How do you, what do you do there?" And he's he kind of he, he like made fun of me a little bit about some of the equipment right. I had. I was like. <laughs> All right, I was like, "I'll." You're like, "Look,
1: it. I started doing this all on my own, buddy." Like, I, I, yeah, I said, I, I said, "I figured it out all me." I didn't know
0: what I was doing, and he's like, "He's like, really? This would help, and this would help." They weren't big expenses, and I was like, "All right, let me let me try." But cool. of of all the little things that I did, like while I was cleaning up the the workstation, I put I have two monitors, and I put them on these like arms, and mm-hmm. it's so nice. Like, I can't believe that should have been the first thing I did because they're. Because I'm always sitting easier. here going like, I can't see, it's too far away. I'm leaning across the desk and now I, I can just bring it to me. It's very cool. Cool. Um, anyway. Yay. yeah, I didn't know you saw that. Okay. I did. So we're going to go over like the, I don't want to say the, it's the what's left on the list. Okay. Basically. Um, there's a big long list of random stuff. So everything else kind of fit together under a heading. This stuff is is going to be a little more going to feel like it's all over the place a little bit. We're okay. gonna jump from topic to topic, and I'm scrolling Sometimes now. Sometimes
1: that's fun. Yeah,
0: I think so for sure. So I'm just going to start strong with a pump is a bad thing for a person with diabetes. I know this one makes you a little crazy. And last um, time you and I were together, we recorded how the pump fixes everything. So you either have people who are telling you, why don't you get a pump? The pump fixes everything. Or there is other people who say, oh, if you're on a pump, well, and what is the quote here? I am, I'm on a pump, so I must, quote, have the really bad diabetes. Like there's, <laughs> this person says, like, there's a scale of diabetes severity. And it ranges from <laughs> just take cinnamon and you'll get better to, oh, no, it's gotten worse. You need insulin. Oh, wow, this must be a problem. You've got a pump.
1: <laughs> like, wow, this must be really bad. Like, your pancreas is, like in flames inside of your body
0: or something. Yeah, I mean, you you got to buy a machine, you're really in trouble. Like, if you couldn't do it naturally and you couldn't just do it with that insulin, my goodness, you needed the pump. Why isn't that... So So there's both sides of that there. Because you could be busy running around talking to people who don't know, who are like, you know, don't use insulin. That means it's getting worse. Or you've got a pump, that means it fixes everything. It must pull you in like 16 different directions hearing people like that, you know?
1: I would expect so. And Mm. I think also from the standpoint of somebody who may not have a resource like your podcast to have good information about how to think about comments mm-hmm. i think it can it's it's pulling you in multiple directions of i don't know who to believe yeah. i don't am i really bad off that i have to use this could i do it Fine if I did something different and better in another way, and then I wouldn't have to use this technology. I mean, and there are many people who do MDI and do a phenomenal job using it by choice. They are not using a pump, yeah, because they've figured it out in the way that they have, and they're happy with that management. But to tell somebody that they're, hey, gosh, it must be really bad yeah. if you have to use a pump.
0: <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like I don't even have an example, but it just feels like somebody walks up to you and goes oh, you're a blonde? You must have such an easy life. And then turn and walk three feet up the street and someone goes, oh my God, you're a blonde? How hard is that? And you're like, and you don't actually know the answer. So you're like, well, is it easy or is it hard? And why am I not doing it the right way? And yeah. And
1: why have I not felt like it was easy or hard outside of this comment? Like you may be going along just fine and, and dandy with the technology that you're using or whatever it is. And then somebody makes a comment and it almost makes you... If you're not strong enough in your own management or you don't know enough yeah. to say this actually makes it much better, I am doing an awesome job because I have the assistance of this technology, then you may second guess, you might think again.
0: Like, yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so you either know and, and you can defend it or you don't want to defend it or you can't defend it or you don't know and you start like it, it spirals you, I would imagine. And then right. you get pulled into different. Oh, man, this really, this series has been interesting, actually. I'm glad we did this. Um, I am too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, it, there's more here. You know, you have a pump and a dexcom. Oh, my God, you must really have it bad. Um, this is literally, <laughs> that's a quote <laughs> from somebody, in case you're wondering. All right, let's jump about. Uh, there are a lot of people who, when they hear you have a low blood sugar, try to get your insulin for you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that a lot.
0: Insulin fixes lows. Um, and you know, it's it happens in movies sometimes, but people are here saying in their real life, and I I tell that story all the time. Like I my mother-in-law, you know, for years, whenever Arden needed, she'd show up you know, trying to help with the wrong thing in her hand.
1: With the wrong thing. And I wonder if I wonder if the misunderstanding there comes somewhat from some people who may have seen a low blood sugar being treated with again and injection, an injection aid,
0: maybe, yeah. right?
1: I mean, glucagon is delivered with an injection. An In age old, it was a it was a big syringe mm-hmm. with a needle on it, right? And so, I wonder if it comes from that as well as obvious television or movie portrayal in which things were just clearly said incorrectly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where their medical advisor was, but he had clearly not advised the right way. <laughs> Sometimes
0: you watch, you think they didn't take temp- This is before the internet. They didn't know what one- they didn't know anybody with it and they didn't ask anybody. And that was the end of it. Yeah. They're right. just like, Ooh. yeah. All right. Here's a grouping all called Dexcom stories. Uh, I know a lady that told me that she had a Dexcom. I asked her about it. And she went on to say, I wear it sometimes. You know, I forget sometimes. She said she talked about it like a fashion accessory, which now she sees as kind of, wow, she didn't know how to handle. Like, she wasn't seeing it. But back then she thought, oh, that just meant you didn't always need it. Like, it's a thing you put on once in a while. Right. Um, That's interesting, Mm -hmm. too. Uh, My Dexcom is ringing low. I'm chugging soda in public. And this woman, oh, here's a quote. Um, ma'am, you really, you, should you really be doing that? I hear your insulin pump.
1: Right.
0: You're high and you could die. Oh my
1: gosh.
0: So, so her Dexcom's dinging. She's trying to bang some soda back or something to get something happening. And while that's all happening, because she's so low, she's got someone telling her not to do that. You're doing the wrong Mm -hmm. thing. Because they heard a dinging and they've seen an insulin right. pump, and they know. <laughs>
1: right, right, absolutely. And I would expect maybe that was a while ago, because, I mean, who doesn't ding or ping or make a noise or a bell ringing or something these days with all technology that's available? I mean, you can't sit anywhere without hearing somebody get a text message or an incoming something, right? Mm-hmm. So it must have been at a point where the pump was visible, and I don't know.
0: Yeah, here's one. Yeah. Um, uh, I was once in a waiting room and, uh, oh, pump beeps. It's a Medtronic. So when they pulled out, it's the Medtronic with the CGM. The number was there. Woman next to her said, hey, I see your numbers and your organs are failing.
1: <gasps>
0: I don't even know what that means. Oh, I, I don't even know. Oh, no. These
1: like an on, me gasp I'm sorry. That was probably <laughs> like a weird noise, but
0: oh my your organs are failing. Okay, thank you.
1: <laughs> and in what regard was like was this person talking about like, right, the complications? Right. I'm assuming, or was the person talking about oh my goodness, like your pancreas is not doing as much as it should be, is your organ <laughs> failing. failing? I mean, and technically, a pancreas is a gland. So, so anyway, listen. They so people, wrong. people
0: are people are going to hear the binging, the dinging, and the donging, and they're not going to know. And I have, luckily for you all <laughs> listening right now, I have a personal story from the other day. So Arden and I were, uh, I took her to a doctor's appointment and it was not like a diabetes related thing. So these people don't know anything from anything. We're standing at the counter checking in and Arden's blood sugar beeps high. So it beeped on her phone and then my phone, like almost simultaneously. And it was loud. Like, I'm not going to lie. And there are four ladies behind the counter and they, my God, they jumped You know, and, and, and you would think then your brain would go, yeah, that's probably those people over there. Like, I'll just like, keep this. Nope. One of them goes, what the hell was that? (gasps) And so (laughs) now I, I, I'm standing there and I'm like, uh, I'm going to like take this bullet for Arden. Like, that's what I thought. Meanwhile, if I just would have paused, I think Arden would have said I have diabetes and my blood sugars high, Right. But I just went, oh, oh, I swear to you, I said this. I don't know where this came from. I go, that's my ass. It makes that noise every day at 3.30. <laughs> that's it. And I stared back at them because I thought, this will stop this conversation. Right? <laughs>
1: oh, my God. So I hilarious. play it I
0: play it real straight, and I just go, I don't know. It's just done it since I was a kid. And the girl like didn't know what to say, and I said, thank God I wasn't here at 6 o'clock. You should hear what my penis does at 6 o'clock. And then I turned around and I walked away. <laughs> And we walked away, and Arden goes, thanks. And I was like, no problem. <laughs> so,
1: oh, that is hilarious. Yeah. She goes, really? I could have
0: just told them. And I was like, no, nah, no, nah, it's okay. I didn't like their reaction. <laughs> just, it was
1: Well, and yeah. that's just... I mean, honestly, in a clinical, professional setting, it was totally inappropriate, the response that the person had anyway. Yeah,
0: I mean, there's a lot of medical devices that beep, like, just use your brain well, and, for five seconds, you know?
1: And Arden is a college age she's heard words like that before what if she had been eight years old
0: and what the hell is that yeah
1: right inappropriate entirely
0: because then in your head you go oh yeah that's the thing i have to wear because my pancreas doesn't work and i take shots all day long like and then that's hard on you you know so i don't know that any i just i just diffused it i got in front of it and i kept it so that we were never going to say what happened And I also enjoy uncomfortable moments, so it was good for me, too. (laughs) That's awesome. Uh, I was once told, this one bothers me. You should really just get rid of your CGM and stop micromanaging it. Mm. This person was told further, (laughs) oh, goodness. God made you correctly, and if he made you to die, then that's what's going to happen.
1: Oh, no.
0: Jesus Christ. Jesus, wow. that's hard. God damn. People are. Who
1: oh, is this person? I don't the, know. I, I'm not even going to say it again, but seriously, <laughs> please rate what comes out of your lips.
0: Yeah. This really? woman, the, the, the person who leaves this comment said, look, I want to be clear. I'm not bashing religion. You know, I don't no. care what people believe. Um, but she says two years past. She's now two years past her life expectancy and she's like she, she still thinks about it she said it, it actually she curses but she says it. it really hurt like to hear somebody say that to you like if, if
1: absolutely
0: yeah yeah if you're if your path is you're gonna die you should just do it and well, stop paying such close attention to it but well, that's a my goodness and whatever
1: tough. i don't know whatever faith or whatever this person thought about what was supposed to happen in life that is by no means in all the religions that i've studied Anywhere near something that should come out of your mouth.
0: I can't even wrap my head if you're around. You're a good
1: person. I, that's just horrid.
0: What if we just said this is true for a second? Okay. Um, nature, god, I don't care what you say, makes you, and some people die really early, and it's it's to complete, it's a done deal. You get a sticker on you when you come out that says April 2035. You would still say that to someone? Like, no. No. Yeah, that's no. not that's not right. Okay. Um, no. here's a big a big header. Um, I used to get upset a lot because injecting in public because of the stares and comments. But when I got older, I didn't, I, I didn't mind it just as much. I would just kind of stare back at this point. But th- this is the ones like my dad was giving himself insulin in a restaurant. My mom noticed the whole table full of people pointing at him. Um, and then her, her dad went to like the like old, like seventies movies and he <laughs> slapped his arm. Like he was going to do heroin first and then he injected, which I think that's, that's a, A very funny response. Um, (laughs) My kids are grown now, but I have two out of three with type one. They used to scare other kids in restaurants by giving them self (laughs) injections. She said this was a fun thing we used to do at restaurants. Um, Someone called the police on me once when I was a teenager for giving myself my insulin at a Taco Bell. Wow. Yeah. You're a druggie. Got yelled at me a number of times uh can you please do that in the bathroom um i'm going to say this i don't know if this is a myth or not but please don't inject in the bathroom like just do it in public and let everybody adjust like i i really hope people do that i i i hate the idea when arden was growing up and we were found ourselves in restaurants and we didn't know what we were doing yet And people would say, like, you know, you should do that in the bathroom. Like, I'm going to go open up a hole into my daughter in the bathroom. I was like, the least clean place in this establishment. I'm like, no. I'm like, I'm doing it right here, and I'm not going to make her feel weird about this, and that's it. Right,
1: right. No, absolutely. And I think it would be a – I think some people, it is a by choice. Mm -hmm. It's not that they've been told, but I do – you know, I've worked with some people that is just a by choice thing, just from – how they feel about making yeah. other people feel. And there's, again, totally up to you, but right. you should not have to me have to feel like you have to accommodate for what other people yeah. are looking at. If
0: you're more comfortable injecting the bathroom, go do it. Like, I'm not telling right. you not to. But, right. I mean, if you don't want to relegate you yourself to. to that, you definitely, I don't think you right. should. Yeah, just, that's it. Just, I don't know. It's I'm sure it's hard, but... I mean, I'm, I don't have diabetes, but I've also been the person sitting there pulling out gear and reaching across the table too. Like it's, I mean, I know I'm not the one with type one, but if you, I felt, I felt the eyes too, you know, Mm -hmm. um, this woman just wanted to let us know that she loves yelling, hey, you're high when stuff beeps, just, just, I just love, (laughs) I just love doing that. Um, uh, my, actually, Mike used to get up. Mike used to inject in the bathroom and he'd get up and people would be like, where is he going? And he would announce out loud, like, I've got to shoot up and he would just leave. Um, and I know he enjoyed that. Too.
1: Yes. <laughs>
0: There's so much here about restrooms and injecting. It's crazy. Uh, Well, that's
1: the funny thing in college is my friends loved to use that expression Mm -hmm. around me, right? I I mean, they just knew that insulin went along with mealtimes. And if we were together for a mealtime or something, um, it was just funny. And I actually I liked the fact that they found it important to understand and in a way there was a light nature to it oh jenny's got to inject or not inject but jenny's got to got to shoot up they would say yeah (laughs) listen
0: i think you got to have fun around this whole thing yeah and you're not going to explain it to everybody so why not like screw with them while you're at it too why not in the restaurant my dad almost went to jail once because of taking insulin because somebody called the cops on him and then there's this (gasps) story here that um about a person who was uh, arrested in New York City for being drunk in public. And um, they just and threw, him, threw him in a cell. No, their blood sugar was low. Uh, mm-hmm. I had a card in his wallet that would have um, shown them that he had type one, but nobody ever looked at it. They told him it wasn't legal for them to go through his wallet. Oh. I So you. I don't even know if you know this, but my blog exists because of a story just like that. Like I, oh, really? I, yeah, before I started writing a blog, I read this news story about this person who was thrown off a train on the Northeast Corridor. I'm trying to go through this quickly. And um, it was like late at night, early in the morning. And then the people came in in the morning to get on the train. And he was found like face down in the, in the drive of the parking lot. And people were walking by and mocking him like for being drunk. And it was one person for some reason who grew up with a type one sibling that recognized what was happening, helped the guy. And I just read the story, and I used to think maybe, like, I started the blog thinking maybe I could, like, educate people enough so that if Arden ever ends up face down somewhere, somebody maybe would have read something. And It was a very pie-in-the-sky idea, but that is what I used to, that's what I thought about in the beginning, so.
1: Oh, and what a sad story.
0: Yeah, that's probably not uncommon either. All right, I'm scrolling past, oh, here it is. Here's the miscellaneouses. (laughs) All right. This one person just said, I've just been reading through this thread and we've only had diabetes for six weeks in our house. I had no idea about type one before that. And I've already experienced a lot of the things in this thread in just six weeks of people's kind of ignorance and stuff like that. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, I think in the first month of diagnosis, I heard every single misconception possible from family, medical professionals, people I worked with. People I bumped into to just said, Hey, my kid was just diagnosed with type 1. Yep. Yeah. I, oh, here's, we're going to go through some quotes. You need to get off that stuff. Speaking about insulin, um, it's just diabetes. Because
1: it's not something that your own body makes.
0: Well, Jenny, it's just, it's so, I know it's upsetting, but it's, it's the, I don't know. I, I guess this thing, mostly, the biggest question that's come through my head after finishing up this series is why don't people keep their mouth shut when they don't know what they're talking about? That's the really, and I don't even just mean around this at this point. Like, I don't understand interjecting yourself into something when you don't have any idea about it.
1: Correct. Yeah. I would never, I would never try to comment to somebody who is wearing a device that one, I don't even know what it does. Mm-hmm. They clearly need it for something or they wouldn't have it hooked to their body. And so why would I make a comment instead? If curious, I might actually ask, Hey, you know, I, I know about this kind of thing. What is your thing do yeah. or whatever, or just don't ask. Yeah. Just
0: leave me alone. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> running through these that, um, Everybody, every doctor thinks that anything that's wrong with me is my diabetes. We went over this earlier, but this person had a brain bleed that was ignored because they thought it was their diabetes. I don't know how that happens. Um, I was labeled uncontrolled in my chart and I worked so hard, worked so hard for that not to be my existence. Um, And I know the person's point here is that the myth is that they were uncontrolled. She's like, I was working really hard. I was doing everything I could and it just wasn't it wasn't all coming together yet. You know? Right. Now it's come together for her. And she said she's very proud because it doesn't say that in her chart anymore.
1: Correct. And or I mean as a clarification point too. There are some there are some ways to get an authorization for a product or a medication or something if the diagnostic code suggests that it's necessary, such as even for CGMs, they used to have the doctor and they may still kind of make a note of all of the reasons that that CGM was necessary for Mm -hmm. this person to have. Or the fact that you know, insurance would only cover six glucose test strips a day, but the doctor is writing it for 10 test strips a day. To overcome the inability of the insurance to allow that, Yeah. sometimes diagnostic code may need to say something like uncontrolled or significant issues with hypoglycemia. And they may not actually be significant in your visual, but it needs to be stated in a way for coverage, then which is really, it's a sad thing. It
0: sucks, but then tell me that. Just look at me and go, hey, Correct. I got to write on control down here so we can get you a CGM. You, you know, it's like right. when, when Arden first got a Dexcom, they used to put you on a blinded CGM. So you didn't yes. have a receiver. You just wore it. Then you brought it back. They downloaded the information. And then if you were lucky enough to have been low while you were wearing it, then you were allowed to have a CGM. That was how, yeah. that's how we got Arden's first one. Yep. So...
1: So, did you make her go low? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I didn't trust me back then. I, did, I didn't need any help with that. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> that just happened. Um, let's see. The list of things that I've been told I can't do because I have diabetes is too long, but I would say that they are all a myth. So, that was nice. Um, did- yes.
1: The only things that I was told three things that I couldn't do when I was first diagnosed three. And my educator told me everything else is entirely up to you. That's what she told me. And that's Mm -hmm. the reason that I really, really liked my educator. She told me that I couldn't sign up to be in the military. Okay, I could not be a bus or a truck driver. And again, this was 35 plus years ago. You know, Um, and I couldn't be, um, I couldn't fly planes. Mm -hmm. And uh, some of this stuff has actually shifted and changed and laws are different, which is fantastic. But I really think it's super horrible when you're told a list of things that you can't do. I mean, people with diabetes climbed high mountains. And (laughs) they've done a bazillion the Olympics, they play
0: professional sports. They have children and live lives and build houses and everything else. I interviewed a guy yesterday, 50 years with diabetes. He owned a sheet metal shop his whole life. So he's a really hard job and he did it, no problem. Yeah. Um, This one I think is interesting. This came from another type one. And the person said that I've heard this a number of times now to the point where I think it must be a misconception for people. My, my, talking about the second type one, the person writing this, my A1C is so low that it's normal. And the other type one said, hey, you might not really have diabetes, and they weren't kidding. So she said, I've heard from enough people who see the low A1C and then say, oh, you don't have diabetes. And, And so... And we've yeah. gone over this a million ways from Sunday. Like you, yes, you, yeah, we have. Right. Uh, just listen to yeah, yeah. probably Let's, any of the
1: episodes. You know, just right? hear us talk
0: about it. Um, <laughs> hold on a second. this one's great. <laughs> this person said, "You can't let your kid wear an insulin pump because it turns them into an antenna." Oh, this mm-hmm. seems like a conspiracy theory. Oh, this is excellent. <laughs> That's fantastic that's how they track you
1: <laughs> yeah okay i mean um, there's a i i mean to be fair there are a lot of considerations around just bluetooth being yeah. so heavily in use and wearing it all the time there are and there there's considerable good research about it there is mm-hmm. but t- to turn yourself into an antenna yes.
0: is just they're just making you, they're making you part of the matrix <laughs> And then, okay, all right, listen, maybe Bluetooth isn't good for me, but I don't think I'm being made part of the Matrix. I appreciate it. I had <laughs> short hair and was wearing an Omnipod, so the person told me that's why they knew I had cancer. Um, <gasps>
1: oh, god!
0: The short hair part is just fascinating. Um, why the hell do people say diabetes? Should we um, tell them? Do they not know? Do people not know?
1: I don't know. I think it has to do
0: with Wilford Brimley. It's Wilford Brimley, for sure. Do you think people don't know that? I, he's got to be dead, right? I'm sorry, Wilford. I'm just going to look just in case you're still alive. I, I think he did pass away. He's got to. I mean, my I think goodness. Not. Hold on a second. He died in... well, wow, Good for you, Wilford. He died in 2020. Okay. He was, he was born in 34. He was wow. an, an actor who you may or may not know. I mean, he was in Cocoon, The Thing, and The Natural. There's where you might know him. Um, but... He got work, um, in ads as an older man. Like he did the Quaker Oats ads, right? Yep. Like, Mm -hmm. and he would talk, and he also would do ads for diabetes stuff. But he had this really, like, what would you call it? Like a midwestern kind of maybe Western accent, like out. I don't know exactly.
1: Potentially, I guess. I mean, if I hear diabetes. <laughs> I can definitely like. I don't even know that I'm saying it the wrong way he just
0: he would say it, he had diabetes and he would do awareness yes. stuff and all. I mean, he was doing awareness stuff up to the end of his life. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm like 85 years old. But he said diabetes, and so yeah. did
1: my grandmother who had type two diabetes.
0: <laughs> did she? She, <laughs> she said it, and she
1: said it as well. Even after I was diagnosed, and my doctor said diabetes and i said that and my parents said that doesn't matter mm-hmm. yeah it's there <laughs>
0: um i am going to bring this up because it's brought up here a number of times i don't know that it fits it a myth exactly but um it is really bothersome to some people when diabetes is like the focus of mockery or joking um online uh you know comedians that kind of stuff i i you know i don't know like i I've heard it, and I'm like, uh, that's not right. But I also think the thing they said before that, if they're a comedian, for instance, I probably wasn't right either. You know, it's all kind of blown up. But if it strikes you that way, I do understand if it would make you feel that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know if it's a myth that people don't understand diabetes and that's why it comes out, or if it's just people trying to be funny and not having concern for how other people would feel when they hear it or not. I'm not sure.
1: Having heard it from numerous comedians... I would expect that there's, and I don't know, but I would expect that there's a lack of understanding even of the differences in the types of diabetes. Mm. And so therein, it's the surface level of what they do know or have heard, which is not correct. And so they can make light of it or make a joke out of it, even though what they think they know to make the joke out of is totally not right anyway. Yeah. So.
0: Well, you know, and then you get into some things here, like this, this miscellaneous thing goes on for a while, but this last one is kind of funny. This person thinks they remember in 1987 being told that they had diabetes from eating too much salt. But they also said, I'm not sure if I'm remembering this correctly. And maybe they were saying sugar and I don't remember it, but there's nothing about, there's no, right? There's no misconception about salt causing diabetes. Is there?
1: Not to my knowledge, I don't I think, think there I've is. Ever heard that I one. might have missed something, but
0: um, no, um, yeah, I, I don't see that as like a thing people say, so <laughs> I think this was a misremembrance on her part, but still very funny. Doesn't
1: some... come up in Dr. Google,
0: <laughs> it did not, no. <laughs> um, so here's some stuff that's a little more like around eating that people mm. take poorly, right? Because I mean, if because somebody's telling me right now, this is a myth about diabetes, that eating low-carb and high-protein is good for diabetes and health. I I, I, I couldn't argue with that. You, you know, like, so that's a thing that, you know, if you eat fewer carbs, you're going to use less insulin. It might make the whole thing easier. Like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, I've eaten low-carb at times in my life and lost weight, and it's been okay for me. Right. Um I don't know that you know, I'm not a nutritionist and I think everybody's body has different needs. But my point about this is that this person heard that. It's not a thing they agree with. So they think of it as a, a misnomer. It's interesting, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because the next one, the same. I should go see a nutritionist. That would help me get control of my diabetes. I got to tell you, it might. <laughs> so, you know, like uh, <laughs> if if your eating style is so... Uh, such that like you're having trouble using your insulin, it's possible that somebody could teach you something about eating you didn't know before and maybe that would help you. But I get right. also and, I'm sorry, why they would see it no, as, no. Yeah, as a as a misnomer again. So
1: Right know. right. I mean I think if you did go to see someone, a dietitian specifically, and they at least gave you some idea of maybe what you take in could be cleaned up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And maybe just cleaning it up helps to even out the action of insulin even without as much understanding about insulin which i would say goes right along with food is the understanding of how insulin's supposed to work and knowing how to dose it and appropriately time it right yeah. and then understanding that well gosh if i did this versus this the insulin would probably work more to my benefit now that i understand how it's going to work I can work on the nutrition part of it. But you have to have somebody good who really can help you piece those things together. You may not know enough unless you're really good at data analysis to kind of figure that out.
0: Yeah. All right. So here's some other bad stuff. But Let's do a slightly bad one before we – I actually thought I was going to say something, and now I realize I need another second before I'm going to say it. Uh, Okay. But this one here is just about being a helicopter mom and that – like, you, you can't help them. It's their diabetes, like, you know, like that kind of thing. I honestly, I'll say I think that's a myth. Like, I think children need help with things. I don't think you should do everything for them. They should definitely learn and grow and, and have their own experiences. You shouldn't, you know, I don't think you should be doing every last thing forever. Right. But I mean, this is a serious thing. And paying attention to it as an adult, when you, I mean, what are you asking an eight year old to take care of their diabetes? It's. You know, right not not really gonna go well i I don't imagine this one i can't even read it's just too upsetting uh this one said i was in line uh to pick something up at a store and i knew my blood sugar was getting low but this person came up and said can i just cut in front of you have to grab something real quick and they let the person do that and i don't this doesn't really fit in this thing but it's, it's such a story and so then the person then slows down takes their time starts meandering this person's blood sugar's tanking. So she reaches into her bag and starts pulling out candy and eating candy. And I guess it got to her a little. And she said to the person that cut in front of her, it wasn't very nice of you to cut in line to say you were just grabbing something and not to take all this time. And the right. person turned back to her and said, well, at least I'm not a pig eating food out of my handbag. <gasps> so, yeah. Um, she The woman said, well, I have type 1 diabetes. You must not know about this. And the lady said, "Who cares?" Oh. Then she cursed her out. So good for you for cursing her out. Uh, but I, 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 think that does. I, to me, that maybe that puts a bow on this whole thing because if your expectation is for people to understand this and these myths to go away, I don't think that's going to happen. You know? Agreed. Yeah. I
1: hundred percent.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you can uh. see them, laugh at them, but you got to let it go. I think.
1: Right. And I think what has been proven overall with this myth series, as well as even just the general concept of all of the people that you've had a chance to talk to, it, it, we have a public that's very under informed. Mm-hmm about diabetes and about many things. It's not just diabetes, but because we're in this realm and we see what is not known and what is really not well understood, Um, things like just grabbing some things out of your purse may look to another person who doesn't see your CGM or doesn't see your insulin pump or may not even understand what that is. They're just going to think they're like deciding to eat in the middle of a store. I mean, and uh, you know what? I, I'm so over like I years ago I got over caring what people look at me about. I'm yeah. like I don't care. I'm me. If you got questions, please come ask me. I mean, I had somebody ask me one time when I was on the metro if the pod that I was wearing was a monitoring device from prison.
0: Oh, there's one here that says, "Does that give you your COVID vaccine?"
1: That's a great oh, one. God, that's a That's a good one
0: too. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're, Oh, well, you do look rough and tumble, like you've been let out of prison. Well, so I sense. have
1: like a nice summer like business suit. On, and it was like a sleeveless, you know, I must actually have it, had a vest on. I had my jacket off. Right. And my pod was on my arm. And I could tell that the guy was like looking and looking and looking. And there were enough people that had gotten off. And finally, he got brave enough to actually come yeah. and ask. Um, and I was like, do, do I, I mean, you can look however you look, looks are not what, you know, would tell you anything about that. But I was like, no, really? I have type one diabetes. This is my insulin pump, but you know, it does what it needs to do for me. Maybe oh. you were
0: being hit on and you didn't realize it by a guy with no game. That could I be, like,
1: I don't know what kind of comment that
0: is. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not, I don't know. That one's not going to get you. I think my number, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, hearing that, that that last one there about the person who's like, I don't care. And, you know, like just yeah. being, you're being attacked, right? I think that's, that fear is what stops people from, you know, not going to the bathroom at a restaurant and they don't want to be judged and nobody understands. And I don't know that this, I, I mean, I hope that this series has served for people as a way to say, I can't expect people to understand this. I'm going to have to be strong on my own and not to expect the world to come save you on this one because, I mean, you're going to meet a ton of great people. Listen, here's the problem. You meet 99 terrific people that support you in your diabetes, and the one person turns to you and goes, hey, Piggy, what are you doing with your bag there? And you're like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, Okay. Right. Uh, turns out one in 99 is really hard to hear from. And, but that, that person fought back. So good for, you know. Good for, I mean, she cursed. Absolutely. I would have cursed. I, I definitely would have. <laughs>
1: You would have told them that your butt makes weird noises. I would have been like, "Oh my
0: god, that's what happens (laughs) at three fifteen to my ass." Yeah, yeah. So, um, but but I mean, just for everybody listening, like I hope you enjoyed this. Like I know it's been funny at times, but it's uh, it's also it's had an underpinning of sadness through the entire thing. And you know, I think when I first thought about this, I did think it was going to be funny. Like I thought it was going to be like just stupid crap people say and we'll laugh about it and read another one from the list but then i started seeing the pattern and i was like oh wow this is just this yeah. is this is it yeah you know i mean
1: and some of it was i i think you have to develop you have to develop a sort of sense of humor hmm. you do and some of it was funny to read through yeah. and think about well why and i you know obviously but some of it was really sad to hear that especially in this day and age with technology and everything people are still so Mm under-informed
0: well my Um, other my other hope for this was that by hearing this stuff from a different perspective maybe it would trigger something in someone's mind like for instance the the idea about insulin like oh you're using insulin it must have been getting bad like i i want you to think the opposite i want you to think if i need insulin i need insulin let me take it. Right. Yeah, you know, that, right. that kind of stuff. And so I do think there's, for some people, I think this series could play like, wow, people are stupid, and here's a list of right. ways. And I think for some of you, you might have heard stuff and thought, oh, I, I can do that. You know, I mm-hmm. I don't have to listen to what other people say. So I right. hope people enjoyed it, Jenny. I really did. Um, I
1: did as well. Good. Thank a- you.
0: Oh, it's been my pleasure. I am excited for the next thing we're going to uh, record. So I am too. Excellent. I know you are. Thank cool. you so much. Of course. Starting tomorrow, Jenny and I are going to start working on a new series that's aimed at doctors and patients. It's going to speak to patients in one way and doctors in another. I think we're going to call it Grand Rounds, but I haven't decided yet. You're going to love it. Thank you so much to Touched by Type 1 for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. Touched by type1.org. Go get your Dancing for Diabetes tickets. Go! And of course, BetterHelp. BetterHelp.com forward slash juicebox. Save 10% off your first month of therapy at that link. And of course, you can hire Jenny at any time at integrateddiabetes.com. The After Dark series from the Juicebox podcast is the only place to hear the stories that no one else talks about. From smoking weed to drinking with type 1, perspectives from both male and females about having sex with diabetes. We talk about depression, self-harm, eating disorders, mental illness, heroin addiction, use of psychedelics, living with bipolar, being a child of divorce, and honestly, so much more, I can't list them all. But you can, by going to juiceboxpodcast.com, going to the top, and clicking on After Dark. There you'll see episode 807, called One Thing After Another, Episode 825, California Sober. Other After Dark episodes include Unsupported, Survivor's Guilt, Space Musician, Dead Frogs. These titles will make you say, what is this about? And then when you listen, you'll think, that was crazy. Juiceboxpodcast.com. Find the After Dark series. It's fantastic.